0: It's more than 8,000 kilometres by sea from West Africa to Denmark, where the port of Aarhus receives more she kernels from the African savannah than any other port in the world. Right here on the port side, the large AAK factory processes the kernels into shea oil for chocolate and confectionery. For the companies that produce confectionery, it's really important their ingredient suppliers know exactly where their raw materials come from and how they are produced. They also need their suppliers to help them make better, more sustainable products for any market around the world. So even though the AAK factory has stood here for well over a 100 years, there are still new challenges to solve every day. That's a story AAK is keen to tell, especially to talented young people who have yet to consider a career in the Danish food cluster. You're listening to FoodPod Denmark, bringing you the stories about innovative people from the Danish food cluster, and how they're making a difference to the world. I'm Kath Mersch. Welcome to FoodPod. So when you were little, what did you want to be when you grow up? A butcher? A baker? A candlestick maker? I bet you didn't imagine yourself working with vegetable fats potato proteins, or big data about retail food sales. But these are some of the career possibilities that have cropped up in a series of Danish contests where teams of international students have battled it out to find the best solutions to food industry challenges. In this episode of FoodPod, we're going to meet one of those students, Miri Nurali from Iran, who is now working in Denmark for vegetable oils and fats producer AAK. We're also going to meet two of the people who helped to get there. Here's Mary.
1: My name is Mary. I come from Iran, uh, capital city of Tehran, and it's around two years that I'm living in Denmark. Actually, uh, it was always in my mind, uh, I had always this perspective of continuing my work and career in an international company. And uh, I chose Europe because it was somehow uh, quite close to my, my home country. Uh, my professor was a studied in uh, DTU and uh, he always talked about um, a repetition of Denmark in uh, innovation solutions in food. And uh, I had also another professor in the other uh, university of Iran that he decided to come to Denmark and he's also, uh, right now, he's a professor in DTU.
0: DTU, by the way, is the Technical University of Denmark. When she arrived in Denmark... Mary had just graduated with a master's degree in food science from the University of Tehran. The courses at Copenhagen University were a good follow-up to her master thesis, and it was there that she first saw the ad for an exciting student challenge.
1: I saw the advertisement for Food Tech Challenge. I applied for that, and fortunately it was accepted among uh, around a thousand applicants to attend to this competition for three days.
0: The Foodtech Challenge was to be held at a Danish Food Innovation Trade Fair. The organizer was recruitment company Food Job Nordic. Although Mary herself had already chosen a career in food, for many other participants the idea of working in the food industry is completely new. One aim of the student challenge is to make students aware of the exciting career opportunities the food sector can bring them, even if their studies are not directly food related. Another goal is to put food companies in touch with the young talents who can help them meet the complex demands of a changing world. Stina Tit Jensen is senior event manager at Foodjob Nordic. This is Stina explaining the big idea.
2: Many of the companies themselves run student programs, graduate programs to attract top talent from all over the world because of this battle for the top talent. The student challenges, they are another way of showcasing what the food industry can do and for the student to show themselves for the food companies. I think a lot of people think that the food industry is mostly about being in the production and not being in the the R&D part of a food company. So we do student challenges where we match companies with students and they work on a case for three days. So that's a way for the students to experience what a food company can be about. They learn a lot about themselves. They learn what it's like to be a professional, because most of them come straight out of the university. It's a simulation of what it's like to work for a company. I think that's what they learn the most. They get to know the company and what's the company focusing on, what's the strategy that they want to focus on in the future. They get insights into how much goes into food production and the whole R&D side and the whole side of customer demands and market trends...
0: The Food Tech Challenge was an eye-opener for Mary, too. For three solid days, she was one of the students recruited to work with real-life cases for Danish food companies. Five students were chosen for in all ten teams. The ten nationalities represented in the final lineup.
1: It was a really good experience for me to get to know what they are dealing with in food companies in Denmark, how they are working in different projects. I was dealing with a real issue for a food company. It was quite good uh, to see how people are working together from different backgrounds, people from technical parts, from engineering, and also people with background of marketing, business developments, to come up with the idea for the issue.
0: When you bring together teams of talented young people, that's not just a good thing for their budding careers. The companies gain from it too.
2: Most of them get an output that they can take back home and they have new fresh ideas that they can implement into their own R&D programme. They get contacts with the new students who are new profiles from the university. And these are top students from all over the world who have a strong drive. They are very career-oriented The companies get insights into their own products and strategies from the work that the students are doing. They also get to meet a lot of the new candidates who could be possible employees at their company.
0: One of the reasons why this is important to the companies is that times are changing. And with changing times come changing needs. In the food industry, one of the changes is the growing demand for transparency. That means customers and consumers want to know more about the food they buy what it contains and where it comes from.
2: I think as customers we are used to a high level of uh, transparency, we are used to a high level of documentation. So for a food company, we want them to be transparent in their production and in their marketing. We see that with many different companies if they... Consumers find out that there is child labour or workers are not in unions or they're not complying with regulatory demands, then the customers are not very loyal to the products. We can help them get the right candidates for the jobs who are aware of these uh, customer trends and the demands on the market.
0: This brings us back to where we started with the African she kernels that arrive at the port of Aarhus for processing into she oil for chocolate and confectionery by AAK. AAK is the world's biggest importer of she kernels. And for some years now, the company has worked directly with the women who traditionally harvest the wild-growing kernels in Burkina Faso and Ghana. Today, AAK has individual contracts with 115,000 women who in return get fair pay, training and health benefits. AAK buys around 10% of its she-kernels through this program. It's this kind of supply chain transparency that AAK's customers like, and it holds a lot of appeal for people like Mary when looking for a workplace. AAK was one of the companies that Mary came across in the Food Tech Challenge.
1: When I was thinking years before, when I wanted to start finding my major and finding my way to continue education. I was thinking to my purpose and what I want from the world uh, and how I can fit it with my talents. I came up with the idea of being a physician. Uh, but I've, after a while, I was thinking that what's, the, what's behind of the people' diseases? And I think the most important thing was food. The idea of studying food science initiated from that part and especially nowadays people want to eat to add some benefits to their health. AAK was somehow in line with that ambition that I had in that time by producing high quality food and being responsible to society and planet.
0: The man who led AAK's business case in the student challenge was business development director Henning Widitsen. He agrees with Stina and Mary that transparent supply chains and concern for the planet are top priority. Here's what he has to say about young talents with a global outlook and how they can make a difference.
3: No matter what we are, the world is global. So to have a variety of nationalities are of key importance. It adds, of course, the flavor of where they're coming from, their inheritance, their way of looking at the world, their ability to create and be innovative. When they meet uh, people from other regions, yeah, that's where the things then happens. Then we are starting really to be able to to do something which takes the company constantly to these new, new levels where we want to be.
0: The thing that really impressed Henning at the student contest was what the five students on the AAK team could achieve in just three days.
3: By being part of that challenge, we saw how five people which did not know very much about AAK could really grasp the essence of AAK and work together and come up with ideas which were really, really interesting for us as a company. We had a very refreshing view on how much can actually come out of that. And then on top of that, of course, it also helped to profile AAK. I must say that I can see afterwards when going for, for different student fairs or going to Copenhagen University, AAK are becoming more well-known now. We are more in the student's mind now.
0: An important point to mention here is that Mary wasn't actually on the AAK team. She was part of a team that worked on a case set by one of the other companies, but it was still a good opportunity for her to take a look around and to put herself on the young talent map. Not long after the event, Food Jobs sent her a mail about the AAK graduate training program. She's now working at AAK as a junior commercial product manager in the chocolate and confectionery department, where she kernels and palm oil are key raw materials. Stina says there are many other success stories from students like Mary.
2: They might not get a job with the company that they are participating for, but they get an insight into a network that would take years to build up for a student fresh out of the university. They get access to senior level managers that you would not normally meet if you go to a networking activity.
0: Mary is very happy with her decision to study in Denmark and where it has taken her so far.
1: Actually, every single day that is passing, uh, I become more interested in my job and uh, the country that I'm living right now. I think I can bring something really valuable out of this. But coming out from my uh, comfort zone and working in this company, I think I made somehow an adventure out of my life.
0: Mary, Stina and Henning for joining us for this episode of FoodPod Denmark. The Food Tech Challenge we've all referred to here was an event held in 2016. Foodjob Nordic will be running a new Food Tech Challenge at the FoodTech 2018 fair. If you'd like to see the faces behind the voices, we've put some pictures up on our website at foodpod.dk along with links to more information about AAK, Foodjob Nordic and the student challenges. That brings us to the end of this episode of FoodPod. Produced with music and audio optimization by Johnny Kuhn. Hosting and social media management by Jan Sierson. Thanks for listening. And if you liked what you just heard, please share it. FoodPod will be back soon with more innovative stories from the Danish Food Cluster.